0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Talk Recorded live. Alrighty, righty. So uh, today is uh, November 9th. Uh, this is my second session, well, our second session. Well, actually, it's uh, Eric's second session yeah. of uh, our three-month uh, program, um, you know, called uh, we're just Going to Turn Him Into you know a uh a a, a a ringleader a uh a magnet uh, a dating magnet you know mm. um that's, i just made that name up because I know you usually want to be at a date whenever you want pretty much right. and um so uh, i i'm I'm sure I'm gonna have to teach you some pickup water techniques but you know we will we'll, we'll get there i want to get your head straight first you know what i mean yeah. i think that that's you know so you so you could read you could stand in front of you know the hottest chick on the planet and reading her the uh Yellow pages, and she's like, oh, my God, Eric.
1: You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so uh, it is uh, th- Thursday. It's a little after 5 o'clock. And, um, you know, we can really get started, man. So um, so you had uh, a couple of
3: assignments, if I remember correctly, right?
2: Yeah. So do you remember what they were?
3: Uh, One was to look up the word confidence in the dictionary.
2: Yeah. How
1: would that go?
3: That's good. Did that. Um, okay. The words that I like was uh surety.
0: Surety. Excellent. Alright. And why did you like that one?
3: Sure oh sureness, that's one. Sureness
2: conviction. Okay. Sureness and sureness and conviction?
3: Yeah. Oh okay. What but sureness what, what, more, yeah. Just being sure, not being, uh, not being, I don't know, not being questioning. Yes. Yeah. Knowing what to do and okay. knowing what, and that it's the right thing to do. Okay.
1: All right. Yep.
2: So, um, So what are you gonna do with the word?
3: Eh, I'm not sure.
2: Hey, I thought you just said sureness.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Also,
1: I couldn't resist, man. I loved it. How are
2: you gonna be not sure about sureness? Go on. I gotta tell you, man. um, Eighty percent of my conversation is about. Personal development.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. About five percent is comedy. I, I just can't help it, man. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the other part is, um, I don't know, maybe learning or something. But uh, okay. So, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what
3: I want to do is, I want to write this on the on a post-it note, keep it in my pocket, so I can refer to it. Excellent. Every time I pull pull something out, I can oh yeah, there's that, look at it, and remind myself. Okay.
2: So does that work for you? Because um, I know what, what works for me is, um, you know, the best capture pet tool that I have is my phone in, with Evernote as an app. So yeah. you want to make sure that whatever you're using, it's something you really feel comfortable with and, you know, you can't avoid. Like, I yeah. can't avoid my damn phone, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, I got I got cash in my pocket, so I'm always pulling that out. I can't avoid oh, a it note.
2: Okay, I got it. You want to put the Post-it note on the money? That's freaking yeah.
3: awesome. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: <laughs>
2: that actually, you know, I think that's actually almost better than evernote. Damn, because <laughs> you're like, where's my money? Oh, oh, damn, that note again. Okay, good. Yep, I yep. like that. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, um, anything else you want to say about that?
3: Nah, no, that's it. Okay. But, oh well, oh, what I like is... the definition was that belief in oneself and one's powers or abilities. Hmm. I really like. Okay. That.
2: Excellent. Excellent. So let me share with you how you're going to be able to do that. I just got this distinction just last night.
1: Mm.
2: So I'm reading this book called um, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Chapter one, for crying out loud, tells me that there's a difference between learning and growing. And I'm like, huh? Because I would only learn so that I could know how to do stuff better, but I wasn't realizing that it wasn't for the growth part hmm. to be able to perform better. Yes, it was be able to, to be able to solve problems, to be able to produce results, but it wasn't for the purpose of becoming better at producing results. It was just to be able to solve the problems and produce the results, right. not to become better at it, to become more bigger with those things you know which you know is about like removing barriers mm-hmm. um you know putting in habits that work and stuff like that i wasn't doing that i was doing that so i could solve puzzles which right. you know is still extremely useful yeah and you know i, I think i share with you my uh my uh question my context which is i can't wait to find out how much smarter yep. i'm gonna be two weeks from now right yep so i'm saying this for you so that you can look at um how did you grow today? Hmm. Did you grow, and if so, in what area? Have you expanded your capacity to produce results somehow? And in this case, we're talking about, you know, dating. What did you learn today about dating that could actually have you be more effective as a dater? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm encouraging you to um, think from growth. Rather than just knowledge, the knowledge will help you grow if you connect it to growth.
3: Yeah, and that actually uh, that you, that's been on my mind this week. From how is what we're talking about going to be growth and not knowledge? Right. Maybe not just those words, but that that same concept has been on my mind.
1: Yeah,
2: excellent. Yeah, well, I just got it yesterday, so now. Um, if that was ever going to be a problem, I'm resolving that one because I got to <laughs> get that myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. Um, do you have any other cons- other things that's like that in your mind? Because I the sooner I find out about it, the better I can deal with it. Because, hey, look, man, I I'm, I know about dating and stuff and uh, and, and sex and, and marriage and all that stuff, right? But uh, I don't know everything, you know. So, right. um, that's not something I would have been able to pick up, and it would have been a blind spot for me if I wasn't seeing you knowing how like consciously looking at how do I apply what I just got.
3: Yeah.
2: That'll make this help me grow.
3: Yeah. So um Yeah, 'cause I've been seeing all the posts on the on the Facebook group and it's yeah. like it it seems like all knowledge, but yeah. if I don't have growth before that knowledge, it's not gonna do me any good.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: And these pick up oh, tips, I mean that's all knowledge too. Yeah, but what kind of growth is it going to take to make a difference?
2: Yeah, yeah, great.
3: Well, I think that's one of the reasons
2: why the introduction leader program is so successful is because um, you got to produce results, and those results are either going to have you grow or you're going to grow after the result gets produced because of the insight you learned from the actions you took.
3: Right.
2: So,
0: yeah. Well, i mean two
3: that's... two things that may help. Growth. Okay. Assisting agreements in landmark right now,
2: actually. Yeah. yeah you have two two assisting agreements.
3: Yeah, two that uh that are growth opportunities. One is uh, a production supervisor for a seminar coming up yes. in January, which I haven't done before. And the opportunity for growth there is building the production team. Yes. And that's I that seems parallel to dating. Yes. Well,
2: there's another thing that you're going to have to deal with that you don't know yet, but I want to tell you now. You ready? Mm. Managing the team to be productive. Oh, yeah. You're going to need to be able to communicate as the leader, as the manager. Like, it's not like you're asking permission for them to do stuff. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You can't worry about how they like or think about what you're doing. Okay. You know, you can't be a nice guy as a manager. You could be, you could be kind and gentle to the degree that they will allow you, and it, and it produces results. But you got to be the leader. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. And so the other, yeah, I get that. And the other assisting agreement is, the, um, I'm the team lead for the presentation managers, the people that uh, excellent set up, set up the sound and TV equipment.
2: Yes. Excellent. So I want you to bring that to these conversations too when you have challenges because I promise you in looking at leadership and looking at management, you will gain the surety that uh, comes with being accountable, being in charge, being able to produce results, and being a carrier into your dating world. Yeah. So that's good because, because like, When all is said and done, being effective at dating is just being effective at dealing with people in a particular environment, but it's people skills. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, it's people skills in your relationship to people, like your relationship with yourself in relationship with people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you are accountable for you, and you need to understand and own your own value.
1: Hmm.
2: There's a saying that I've learned uh, that is that the first sale you make is to yourself, about yourself.
3: Right, say that again.
2: The first sale for you to make is to yourself, about yourself.
0: Does that communicate? or do I yeah, need to go the, I
3: got, yeah, I got that now. Yep. Yeah. Tell yourself to yourself first.
2: Right. Because here's the thing. People believe you about you. So you're the world's greatest expert on you. So however you leave them about you, they believe you. <laughs> they will treat you as such.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen. Trump is a perfect example. Players yeah. are a perfect example. You know, nice guys are a perfect example. Hmm. The world is interacting with you to the degree that you interact with yourself because you you're enrolling them in who you see yourself as, and nobody's better at knowing you than you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, he's he's the expert on he's the he's the Eric expert on Eric, right? And what's he doing? He's like not sure of himself well, why should I be sure of him?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, it does. And uh, I had an experience of that a couple of years ago when I was pres- uh, production supervisor of a forum mm. where I was totally not sure of myself and then the core supervisor took me aside on the first morning and yeah. gave me some coaching. And then I started... After that, I was just... Uh, I was sure of myself and I did what needed to be done. and, and But it, they they could see it emanating throughout the team where I wasn't sure. Yeah. It was affecting the whole team.
2: Yeah. So if we apply this to dating, women can't be with a guy who's not sure because they're already not sure.
1: Hmm.
2: And the mature women, they don't need you for certainty, for surety, but they don't want to be burdened with having to support you in being
3: Sure. Right,
2: immature women will be angry at you, and will leave you alone because you're not sure, and they wonder how come you're not helping them be sure. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Mature, mature women will be feel burdened because why I got to help you be sure when I'm already sure, and you should already be too. What's wrong with that? (laughs) Right. So you got two sides. It's either, hey, how come you're not so sure that you're making me feel safe and secure? Because I'm not sure. I need you to be sure for me. Mm -hmm. Or Listen, I'm already sure I ain't got time to help you get sure. You need to do that on your own bro, so you 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 jammed in either cer either area. you know what I mean
3: well, then I want someone also who's sure of herself too, right?
2: Yes, yeah, and um but you won't be able to keep somebody around who is if you're not
3: oh yeah, okay.
2: they'll be like, "Ah nah too much work, you ain't ready."
0: Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. you you got to be a match for what you want. Yep. So once you're clear about what you want, then it's just a matter of executing it and pre- and growing. There we go with the growth grow yeah. word again. <laughs> grow Growing into being the guy that you want to be. Yep. So, um, awesome. You know? I wasn't gonna do this, but uh, I'm gonna give you um, a different assignment. I'm gonna give you a document.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll explain it to you. But I'll, I'll actually, I'm gonna explain it to you after you get the document and you look at it and you get confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> after you do it, I'm to then I'll explain it to you. But I'll just tell you what it is right now. And I, I know we still got uh, at least a couple of other things that you were supposed to do, you know, as part of your assignment. So I wanna go there, but. You know, I want to stay in this conversation uh, and, and make sure that there's nothing left unsaid or incomplete. Or mm-hmm. you know, I can I can get all of the granules out of it so that you can get it. You know, so um, uh, so I got a document. It's called a personal life charter, and um, it's it's a it's a tool that you will super dig into about you. You really get the value of who you are, the vision of who you are, your uniqueness, and all of that stuff. So you can't even question mm-hmm. yourself after this one.
1: Yeah, and it's just
2: a matter. Of, it's just a matter of how do you get to be more of this for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send it to you, you know, after this call.
1: Sure.
2: Um, and that way you can look at it, you know, do whatever you want to do with it, and then we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. All right. So um, that's the 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 definition words. Just you know, surety, uh, you know, confidence. Got that. Yep. Uh, what else was there?
3: Well, what else was? There? So the other thing was to listen to the call again and take notes. Well I didn't do that. Okay. I did you're take notes bum. while we were talking, so I do have some notes from that.
2: Okay. Um so first off I just want to say you're a bum. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bum. What's wrong with you? I'm pointing at my finger. What's wrong with you? Making me wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, got that. Um okay, I got that. So then um so you want to talk about your notes? Let me let me hear what you got.
3: Well, it seems like they took notes about the information. Um, wrote down the, the four female types.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, I wrote down, uh, women are not direct. They want to be safe and secure. Yeah. I'm not happy means you're not keeping me safe and secure. It doesn't mean I'm not happy.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's... That's an opportunity for growth. You, you you can never forget that, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a note. That, listen, the other ones are good. That one there, you got to live that one. Yeah. Because they're never going to stop being that. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. What else?
3: Uh, I wrote... Let's see. i make a list of hobbies. Yeah. Unshapable. And that I still don't get because feel like I'm shake there's no matter what I can do whenever I'm doing it in front of someone else I get shook
0: yeah I got it so um
2: all right so we'll we'll, we'll discover something or find something you know yeah um uh, what are you going to say you did not do your list of hobbies
3: I didn't no I didn't
2: Okay, got it. No, you, you, you got to do your hobbies, bro, because those are going to be the themes for your dates. Okay. And that's part of your screening process. You got to do that one. And by the way, you know how many people do that?
3: Hmm.
2: Like, nobody. Really? Like, like nobody thinks about it that way. See, people do themed dates for fun, but they don't do it for for qualifying.
1: Oh. They don't
2: they don't know to do that to qualify. They do that for the fun of it. But they don't know that, hey, I'm looking at what she does and doesn't like, and she don't know she's being qualified, which is the reason why it's such a great way to qualify. Because
1: hmm.
2: they don't know they're being qualified. <laughs> so you, you definitely want to do that, and then I'll I'll support you in, you know, learning how to create themes once you have your hobbies.
3: Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's, I guess that's what's stopping me, is that I don't see how some of the, how the hobbies can tie into a date situation. So I shouldn't worry okay. about that right now. Just write down, just make the list. Yeah. Not worry how to apply it.
2: Right. Because once you do that, it's easy to help you apply it. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because when you listen to the recording, you'll hear me say they use this as a qualifier, but it didn't land.
1: Mm. <laughs> now yeah. I'm saying it, and
2: now it's landed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you You going to
1: – yeah. Okay.
2: So anything else?
3: Uh, the only other thing I have in my notes is what the main qualifiers that, men, or that women have for men.
2: Okay. And um, what do you think about that?
3: Uh, let's see. Chemistry doesn't seem like something you can, you can get in control. Chemistry seems like just either you have it or you don't.
2: It's kind of true. I get you. That's part. That's that's a lot of the deal.
3: Yeah. Confidence. Uh, humor. That we're looking at. That's not a problem. As resources. That's not a problem. Trustworthy. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good communicator? I don't know what that looks like. Women do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they definitely know what that looks like. Um, Is that related to a good listener?
2: Yes, but also somebody who speaks in ways that they can actually understand. You've got to be perfect as a communicator. But they definitely want to know that, you know, you know what you you're talking about. You know, you you are willing to communicate and capable of communicating like you don't know, sound stupid or
1: mm.
2: you know, negative, you know, or something like that.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, like basic fundamental
1: oh he gets me, you
0: know,
3: kinda of like that. Yeah, okay.
2: Oh and I really understand him. Like, oh he's you know, like like the the connection that communication causes. And the fact that you sound intelligent when you're talking is a b- right. large part of it.
1: So.
0: Okay. All
3: right. All right.
2: Um,
1: makes her
3: feel safe. It makes her feel safe, secure. How d do, How does that show itself? What does that look?
2: Confidence. Like? Confidence. Boldness, actually. Like nothing will stop you. Like you look like you can handle the world. And because they already think that you're stronger and better and smarter and quicker and faster and all that other stuff than than you actually really are, so part of it is you gotta operate like um um you, you just don't wanna uh make them think they're wrong about it <laughs> okay. you know i i um I had this thing I learned um <laughs> I'll tell you this quick story um I don't know where I, what I was dealing with in life, but um, I was living uptown um in Manhattan, and uh, I was working as a dispatch messenger messenger dispatcher okay, and um I would take the a train to fifty ninth street Columbus Circle, and then I would go upstairs and take the number one train, one stop to Fiftieth because I always worked a block a block around the corner for that hmm. so anyhow, I was standing on the subway wait a subway station on fifty ninth street waiting for the one train, and there was a bunch of women. Oh, my God. Like, the same women every day. There was, like, five or six of them They was, like, hot. Like, I would be happy to flirt with all of them. But I learned earlier in life that you don't want to be, you know, a, uh, a loose cannon. Because I was um, in a business school a few years before then, and it was, like, five or six women to every one guy in there. And when I first got there, I was talking to everybody,
1: hey, hey,
2: hey. Yeah. And he was, like, was looking at me like, uh-oh, no, nah, this guy, no. no. <laughs> so I started watching how they was watching me. And i and watching them. I started learning about their body language, about their intentions. You know, women are very indirect but very aggressive. And so they know how to put themselves in positions where you would notice them and you think it's you, but it really was them that got you to pay attention to them in the first place, Right. So I decided, let me sit back. I'm standing on the subway every morning. I sit back, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather keep my mouth shut and let you think I'm a fool than open my mouth and prove it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I would sit there and chill and whatnot. And then one Friday morning, you know, got on the subway, and this woman was talking, three of these ladies were talking with each other. And I'm out of my business, and then, you know, we all got off to one stop. You all, you know, like worked in the same area, apparently. So um, they, three of them got off the train before me because I'm a gentleman. I the ladies all first, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then uh, one of them said, bye. That's so all she said. Bye. Yeah. And she was smoking uh, hot. She looked like she's a light-skinned sister who looked in the face like Sharon Stone. Mm. And her body looked like Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> So I spent the whole weekend wondering what the hell am I gonna to say to her on Monday? Because I normally see her Monday, and I can't wimp out. If I wimp out, I ain't got no shot at this. Yeah. So Monday, you know we, you know I I, I stood where I normally standing, you know against the wall, and she's standing near the track with her two, two girlfriends. So uh, when the train comes, I got on the train, and then I said, "So how's your how was your weekend?" That's all I needed to say. She took it from there, bro. Wow. Later on, this same woman name were Deborah. My friends called her Deborah Love. They was like, Yo, man, she's she's way out of your league, man. I don't know how, <laughs> oh, you think you can even deal with her. She, listen, she was so hot, man, she could have been a cover girl, man, or whatever, really. Like movie star look kind of look, right? So we was dating and messing around and um and one day she had me come over. I came over, and she was like, listen, I'm going to have a friend come over, and I want you to, you know, uh, be quiet and, you know, sit still. Um, and then when I finish, I come back in. Just letting you know. It. All right, fine. So she, you know, bell rings, and she goes outside. She's talking to this guy for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, eh, right, you know, fine. Because I didn't see her as somebody that I was going to fall in love with because she screamed too much at her kids. And I'm thinking, she's screaming at them. She's the only time before she starts screaming at me. <laughs> yeah. So, but then... um. About 20 minutes later, she came in with a bucket of lobsters.
1: Hmm.
2: The guy was was fishing, and he brought her a whole bunch of lobsters. And then she cooked the lobsters for us. We stood there over the stove while I was watching her teach me how to how boil lobsters. And we said that I had lobsters in her. And then we had sex. Yeah. Yeah that's just one of many reasons why I feel extremely confident dealing with women. But the point that I'm trying to make is that I needed to sell myself on myself and I had to be bold, but I actually had to be courageous on on Monday because I had to think about the thing the whole weekend.
1: Mm. And
2: I was like, I ain't got but one chance to make a good first impression, but I didn't have to be fancy. All I did was say, Hey, how's your weekend?
1: Yeah.
2: And she ran with it. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, yeah. And then she was, yeah, it could be just that simple, but you actually need to know, like, have the certainty, the surety, because there are about seven and a half mil- billion people, human beings on the planet, mm. and there's only forty-six faces. By the way, I wasn't going to let you off the hook about the forty-six faces. Yeah, I did say nothing about that. Yeah, yeah, just believe me, I wasn't going to let you off the hook. <laughs> I thought you start with that to get that out of the way, since you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't go there,
1: okay. Yeah. Go backwards.
2: Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, you, you actually need to know that a friend of mine told me um, two days ago, I think it was Tuesday, he told me. he told me that um, there's really only about 4.5 4. or 15 million Jews in the world. Hmm. I'm like, really? How could that be? Like, it still seems like it makes sense. He said, "There's 1.5 billion, you know, uh, uh, Arabs, um, you know, uh, Islam." Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, I can totally get that, but how is it only like 1.5 people? I'm thinking, how many people are in Israel? You know, but you know, then in New York, it's like one sixth of New York is Jewish. What? How is that possible? Yeah. Eight million people in this. There's so like at least a million people are Jewish in New York, right? How the hell is that? But I grew up in New York, so anyhow, that's besides the point. Imagine out of the seven billion people, seven and a half billion people, there's like 14, he said that um, the 14.5 million people, that's like one fiftieth or one, he said either one fiftieth or one five hundredth of a percent, one fiftieth of one percent of, of the t- total population of the planet.
3: So imagine,
2: I understand that, but what I want you to know is that imagine that one-fiftieth of one percent of the population would be so attracted to you that they would, like, kiss the ground you walked on. Mm.
0: But one-fiftieth of the population is 14.5 million people.
2: Imagine globally, granted, some of them might be, you know, aborigines in, you know, Australia. I don't know, right?
1: Yeah. But
2: some of them might be in Norway. Some of them might be, you know, on the subway every morning, you know, back and forth in Philly, you know, the scepter, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But fourteen five, fourteen and a half million and a half people traveling the world, women, that's like he's exactly the kind of guy I would want. That mm. is feasible, bro.
3: See, I've been looking at it as if there's only one in seven million. Yeah. Which is a lot less than 14.5 million.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and 14.5 million compared to the rest of the population is a tiny amount.
3: Yeah.
2: It's like an insignificant number.
3: But to, yeah, to me, though, the the big thing about that is that there would be that many. But you don't need any one of those. Yeah, because that seems doable. Yeah. Whereas one in seven billion you. is impossible. Yeah, that's like...
2: <laughs> you sneeze, she got off the line, you're dead. Right, you're done.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she didn't notice you, you didn't notice her... You never even know that it. it wasn't ever going to happen because you missed it,
1: right? Yeah, we're right. not doing that. This
2: is this is more like, if you think about this legitimately, it's like seriously, like grounded in reality. Hmm. It's like one egg and how many millions or billions of sperm cells that are coming to the egg from right. an ejaculation? It's kind of like that, bro. I'll tell you from personal experience, I used to go to clubs, Studio 54. I never went to Studio 54 by myself. I always took my girlfriend, who later was my wife, and my best friend and his girlfriend, because I had, uh, I was a guest of the guy that, that was at the door.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. So I was, I was always a guest. So I went to Studio 54 ten times, never paid a penny. <laughs> wow. Best sound system I ever heard was a Studio 54. Even saw a couple of concerts.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, you ever heard of this group called? Um, oh my god! Oh, uh, well, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, um, uh, there's a movie star who's who who's a junior. His father was a part of the the, the, the single. Um, uh, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. I'll tell you who who it was. I saw them guys at the concert and they was singing uh, their lead song. Uh, Just don't want to be lonely was the name of that song. Just don't wanna be lonely. So then in concert, I'm like, oh my God. Um anyhow. Um I used to go to clubs when I was going by myself, and sometimes I would think when I'm allowed to say and sometimes I would. And so the things that I would think when I was thinking it would be like, Okay, um I'm gonna go to this club. My my second favorite club was Bentley's. Bentleys was in Manhattan, uh, about two blocks away from Grand Central Station, midtown Manhattan. Um, it, it was actually two blocks away from um, Grand Central Station and two blocks away from uh, the main public library in Manhattan, 42nd Street area. So it was in a really populated, popular area. So I would go to Bentleys, and I know, I'm i thinking it's going to be like, they can handle like 300 people in there at least. I didn't know what the real number was. It probably was more but um, I'm like, you know, if I go here, there's got to be at least 100 to 200 women in here. Let's just say there's 100 women in here. Hmm. If there's 100 women in here, there's got to be at least five that would probably lick my ass after I took a crap. They liked <laughs> me that much. That attracted to me that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for those five and find the one I like and, and, and mess with the one I like the most. And that was my strategy. And whenever I had that thought, that worked, like, most of the time. And if I did not think that, I went home at 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, damn, I ain't got nobody?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was funny because I had to give myself permission, and I would think this ahead of time. So um, that would be part of my mental preparation.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, like, okay, I'm going to be out here, and I know there's going to be some hot women that's going to be checking me out, and there's going to be some not hot women that's checking me out. So let me find the three to five women that's, like, thinking I'm the thing, I'm the guy. And then look at them and then see the one I like the most, I'm going to flirt with her. And, and you know what's interesting is most of the time I did that, the first one I approached was the one.
1: Hmm.
2: It was interesting. It was not, It's like it almost never happened that it was the second one or the third one. If I missed, it, I missed out on the first one, I was going home by myself that night. <laughs>
1: it's
2: weird, man. If I knew then what I knew now, I'd have never not done that. I'd have done it every time out, but I had no clue. So, so uh, yeah. I still want you to do the, the the faces. Yeah, yeah. Because you need to know. You need to not be caught off guard by the faces, so you can actually see who they are. You can see who's behind the face. Okay. Have you ever? Um, you you've been to funerals before, right?
3: Uh, only very few.
2: Yeah, but you've been in like two or three and you looked in the casket and you saw the person in the body, in the casket, right? Yeah. How many times have you thought when you looked in the casket you saw the face of the person, it's like, that's not that person's face? Yeah, yeah. You thought that, right? Yep. That's because their personality left, and so it basically changed the face. Mm. Yeah. So, so what happens is we get caught up not so much by the facial expression but by the personality behind the face that get, makes the face look a little different. Yeah. Does that communicate?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So it's if not you... Because reckon...
3: you can animate right. a face in any number of ways.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, between makeup, between, you know, uh, your, the quality of your character, whether it's anger, joy, love, like that, right? Somebody yeah. loving looks a lot different than somebody who's Desperate.
3: Exactly.
2: You know what I mean? So, but if you can't tell the facial features, then you'll get caught up in the distinctions of, you know, not of distinctions. You get caught up in, in their personality and you'll be so distracted by their personality that you won't really be able to see who they are.
1: Hmm.
2: And that's part of the, 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 the purpose tremor, the shaking when you're thinking about somebody. Or... The other part for you, which is asking them, asking yourself, are they worth it? Right? So you're wondering yeah. if, it's, if, it's, if it's worth spending time with them or if they think you're worth it or if you're good enough for them. You're looking at it both sides.
3: Or right, I'm kind yeah, or I'm looking at, uh, are they too good for me?
2: Yeah, that's another one.
3: So, yeah, yeah. Because if the face is too pretty, then that's, I'm not good enough for them.
2: Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, um. So we want to go into mindset now that we done covered all that other stuff. We want to go into mindset. Yep. I, um. Yeah, and so, um. Uh, I'm intentionally. Uh'm gonna not send you this because I want you to get this recording and listen to this again, and then write down the stuff that I'm about to tell you so one, two, three, four, five six, ten different things. so I created this program once upon a time called en- enlightened dating um that was the second title I gave it. The first title was the old the Old Bull <laughs> called it the Old Bull. You ever heard that story about the old Bull and the Young Bull?
3: No, I haven't heard that. one. Really? Okay, you're going to hear it.
2: So, um, there was an old bull and a young bull. They were standing on top of a uh, mountain. Not a, really a mountain, but like, you know, on the top of a prairie, I guess a mountain, but, you know, a hill. Top of a hill. And they by themselves. And there's, there was uh, 20 cows in the pasture moving around. And uh, the young bull got real excited. He said, hey. Let's hurry up and run down there and get us a cow. Hmm. And the old bull said, "I got a better idea. How about if we walk down there and then get them all?"
1: Yeah. Make sense?
3: Yeah.
0: did Did you get Did you get it?
3: I think so.
2: What do you think you got?
3: Oh, well, the young. Bull's going all willy-nilly and just chasing whatever he can catch. Yeah. Whereas the old bull is going to saunter down there and wait for them to come to him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to figure out how to get all of them. And why do you think he's going to be able to do that?
3: He's going to study them.
2: Yeah. What else?
3: He's not going to look desperate.
2: Right. So, what does that mean? Say that
1: a different way.
3: I well, think he's got confidence. He's got sureness in himself.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. He's gonna
2: go down there, and act like he's a man, and they're gonna be like, since he's the world's greatest expert on, on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. They're
2: gonna trust his com- They're gonna trust his confidence. Yeah. They may find out later it ain't what he think it is, but at least. His uh, presentation is wow, dude! Oh yeah, right. And all males of every species is the safety and security structure for that species. Okay. Right. So the lion, you know, the lionesses may go out and bring back the food, but when the shit hits the fan, it's the lion, the male, who comes in and does all of that stuff, tear shit up.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm just be just chilling here, but when you really need me, I'm fucking everything up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> so,
2: so women, you you don't you know, women soul need safety and security. Mm-hmm. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible. So, I'm gonna give you uh, a piece of that. This program. Um, and so there was is five pieces to this, and, you know, maybe as it makes sense, I'll give you all pieces, but um, all right.
1: um,
2: I'll tell you what the five sections of this, uh, of the first part of this program is. The first one is who he is. Oh, excuse me. Um, enlightened dating. This is uh, just for men. Mm. And then the last, and then the last time, the thing I called it, I changed the name again to what women want from men, but I can't tell them. So this is a part of the stuff <laughs> that I you know, gave you last time, right? What women want from men, but I can't tell them. Yeah. So, uh so this is a list of the, the type of man, women want. So there's five areas in here. So one is who he is as a way of being. Second is how he thinks. The third is what tools he has. Fourth is how he operates, his interactions and stuff. And then the fifth is why he gets laid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna definitely give you that later.
1: But yeah.
2: uh I'm to I'm gonna start with um, how he thinks. Mm. So, um, yeah, you're gonna want to read. You're gonna want to uh, p- create this list, but I'm not gonna give you the list. You gonna have to listen to the recording, my brother. Uh, so I'm just saying that. So now, um, uh, you know, you can take notes now if you want. I'm not gonna yeah. tell you you shouldn't. Yeah. But okay. um, you know, there's ten pieces here. So, um, uh, how he thinks. In the first, in no particular order. Hmm. Is I got nothing to prove.
1: Nothing to prove.
2: Okay. I have nothing to prove. I'm the guy. If you don't like me, okay, fine. If I don't like you, okay, fine. But if we like each other, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. It's always fine. Nothing wrong. Okay. You know, I'll tell you where I got that concept for myself. Um. One. You know, first time I had sex with somebody, you know, she chased me for five years, but before then, she she, she abused me for like almost a year. Mm. <laughs> so, and once I had sex, she she couldn't resist anymore, and um, you know, she gave me the confidence because I'm like this hot chick that she can get almost anybody she wants, and she's over here weak and needs from me every time she sees me. All right, I must be doing something right. <laughs> you know, um, and it's interesting because um, before I met my. Oh, I think I, I think I was dating my, my high school sweetheart at the time. And um, I saw this woman, this this girl about my age. I think I was 17 at the time. Um, and I was going to church. Me Mom and my sister were going to church, getting ready to get on the subway in Brooklyn, New York. And I saw this girl, and she smiled at me like she liked me and vice versa. And, the, and I said to Mom, you know, Mom, I don't think I'm ever going to have a problem with dealing with women or mm-hmm. being with women or something like that. It just hit me like, yeah, well, women is your zone, bro. <laughs> and I spent about 25 years in the zone, bro, for real. Anyhow, like, if you ain't got to prove nothing, see, see, women test you, and then they want you to pass the test. Yeah. They really need you to pass the test. They need you to pass the test.
1: Hmm.
2: They, they, they're not doing it because they don't want you to pass the test. They're doing it because they want you to pass the test because the only guy they want to be with is a guy that passed the
1: test, yeah, so we
2: thinking guys are thinking that it's to break you down to see if you're break downable. It is to see if you're break downable, but it's because they don't want you to be break downable' <laughs> <They're not laughs> capable of being broken down. they want you to like handle it Come on, yeah. you're stronger than that, you know that's what they want, and if you're stronger than that and you demonstrate that, that's Absolutely. orgasmic, man.
1: Mm.
0: So you have nothing to prove because right.
2: you're the world's greatest expert on you. Yeah. Who are you going to prove it to? Other people? What? Their their opinion of you is more important than your opinion of you?
3: Really? I guess you could do that in life, really, right? Everywhere, yes. Because even if you get her,
2: and then she sees you being weak out in the world, that's a problem.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, this is, is, you know,
2: this is a life thing.
3: If you're going around trying to prove something, then you're not being yourself.
2: Yeah, you would only try to prove something if you didn't believe in yourself. Yeah. You might be trying to accomplish something that's different from trying to prove yourself.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, yeah,
2: you got nothing to prove, bro. Just saying. <laughs> I have nothing to prove. You know, sometimes people will talk to me about coaching and they'd be like, How are you going to be a relationship coach? You ain't in a relationship. I'd be looking at them like, I'm like asking Thomas Edison, How come how you're going to ever create the light bulb and you ain't got no light bulbs? <laughs> <laughs> like- you keep doing it till you get it right. You know what I mean. And I'm, I'm, I really, I, I, I tell people when they listen, I'm the Thomas Edison of, of, of relationships because I've messed up so many times. The only, I only know how to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: thank, thank you know God. what? Every time I mention that I, i a relationship co, coach, the first thing they ask me is, is he happily married? Hmm. Tell them no. You can tell them no. I don't yeah, I say no, and they make yeah, that mean then, something.
2: Yeah, well, that's because they they don't know how to determine whether somebody knows what they're talking about or not.
1: Yeah.
2: They they when I was selling cars, I learned that um <laughs> mm-hmm. I learned that um, um people uh, when they don't know what else to say or they don't know how else to to, to qualify or to determine whether they're making the right choice or not, yeah. they go for the money. They talk about the money.
1: Yeah.
2: Because they don't know how else to determine whether this is a good deal or not. Right. They can't tell whether the car is quality enough. Is the quality, you know, like they can't tell those type of things. So they always go for the price, and they negotiate the cheapest price, and then that's what they go with. Hmm. If if all you're thinking about is money, or all you're thinking of, you know, if you don't know how else to qualify stuff, you'll make up a form of qualification. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Yep.
2: Is that, is that Yeah.
1: that yeah? That so makes that's what. Sense. Di- yep. I
2: yeah, what that is. is, that, is is the only qualification for a guy to be a relationship coach to be somebody who's happily married? Is that the only qualification? That's, no. What happened to his? What happened to his? What happened to his ability to ask questions? What happened to his his knowledge base about how things work? What about his communication skills? Like what else is there? If you right. don't know anything else, that's the first place the person goes, which is a good thing for you to recognize too. Because if a woman doesn't know how to qualify you, then she's going to lower her mindset to what she considers her lowest common denominator or her only qualification skill, whichever way that is, yeah, you know you know it could be you know how much money you got, it could be you know how 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 confident you are, it could be something very limiting and it and it reduces their capacity to figure out what's going on with you, yeah. So I'd be like laughing at them almost when they say that. I don't laugh at them because I don't want them to feel disrespected. But right. they're saying that as if if I say I'm not married, then they're going to be uh, disrespecting that. And I know people that's been like that with me. But I'm a, I'm like okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: You know. So. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, failing is a way of growing and developing.
2: Yeah. That's growth. Part of growth. That's access yeah. to growth.
3: Exactly. So, yeah.
2: So, um, so that's the first thing. You got nothing to prove. I got mm-hmm. nothing to prove as a relationship coach. I already seen so much benefits. I got so many people following me, paying attention to me, exactly. having benefits from me. I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. Whatever. Yep. Um, so, that's the first thing. The second thing, this is going to be kind of shocking.
1: Hmm.
2: I think it's going to be kind of shocking for you. You ready? Yep. This is a section called How He Thinks. A man that women desire, how he thinks. You ready? This this for you is going to be like foreign policy. It's going to be like, huh? (laughs) Uh, So um, how he thinks is I'm going straight for the pussy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Wait a minute. Say it again.
0: I'm going straight for the pussy. Vagina. Sex. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but...
3: Anyway, but
2: so bring the context so, back to that. Great, yes, great. I'm glad. See, the context is that if you're going to be in a romantic relationship with a woman and you ain't having sex, you're not quite in a romantic relationship with a woman unless you're dealing with somebody who's in a religion right. where there's no sex before marriage. Other mm-hmm. than that, women want to have sex with guys just as much as guys want to have sex with women. It's just that they don't want to slut shame themselves. But if you don't go for the pussy. They're thinking you either ain't strong enough to go for it like too nice or you're not interested or something. They want to have sex. They just ain't never going to tell you that until they've had sex with you like 20 times. And then they say,
1: hey, let's have sex
2: or whatever way they say it. You know what I mean? Mm. But you're not in a romantic relationship with somebody you ain't having sex with. Not in the United States. I don't know about other countries. I'm not here. (laughs) Okay. So... Um, you, you got to go straight for the pussy, man. You got to be thinking if you really want to be with this person, sex, intimacy, kissing, romance, you got to go there. Mm. They're not going to go there with you. Well, maybe a couple, but I wouldn't count on it, right? But you got to be strong enough, confident enough to be able to go there because that's part of what makes you exciting to them. Now, I'm not saying being a troll I'm not saying being a jerk. Yeah, I, I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying as part of your romance is you want to find how to communicate your desire to them. You know, and but you also want to make sure that, that she has a desire for you. But you still you still need to be straight. And I'm not saying, hey, let's talk about having sex tonight. No, no. And and there are ways about it. There's like there's techniques about touching, about asking questions, about talking a certain way.
1: Hmm.
2: So there are ways that women don't even know you're doing but they like it. Yeah. And and if I ever told them that's what he's doing, they're gonna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's it's kinda it's kinda like it's kinda like uh how they say, um, people love eating sausage but they would not eat them if they saw how it was made. Oh yeah. It's like that. Women love sausages and the, the wink wink, hint hint but they may not like how you went about getting it if they yep. knew how you were thinking about getting it
1: mm-hmm.
2: so you know you got you can't be scared to play the sex game you don't want to be a sexual assaulter you know sexual uh, um uh you know molestation or whatever right. you don't want to go there but you do want to be like you know i find you sexually attractive in the way that works best for her yeah but you got to be having it on your mind Mm. if you wanna be able to be with women and be getting okay. because you know, you wanna be responsible but you can't act like that ain't there.
3: Okay, I got it.
2: Yeah, there's is definitely a balance. Yep. You know what I mean? So, um All right. But you you gotta be thinking, I I I'm going straight for the pussy. You know, yeah. your version of saying it but part of your wanting to date them is, especially if you really like them and you see some potential,
1: mm-hmm. you've got
2: to get to sex as soon as possible because if she's willing to have sex with you and you all enjoy it, now she considers you seriously a relationship partner.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's so got the potential for it because, again, women don't even realize that, that with the things that I'm saying, they have, they're not conscious of that. But if, you have, if they don't like you enough to have sex with you, you are not boyfriend material. Hmm. Sex means okay. Now, I'm, now I'm open to having a real Relationship with you. So you got to have sex be a part of the thing. You right. can be smooth, or subtle. You don't have to ever bring up the terms, but you need to be thinking about it in your mind, about being able to get it. What's it going to take for her to want to do it, and all of that stuff. And we'll talk more about that, you know, in another scenario. So, yeah. so, so, so uh, question. It's it's five fifty seven. How how long can we go? Because I, I I think I need about another twenty minutes.
3: Yeah, I I do have something I need to leave for. Like okay. Five minutes.
2: Okay, great. So then I'm gonna just leave you with the third of the ten.
3: Sure.
2: <laughs> uh, the third one is uh, somebody wants to be with me today. That's a thought you should be thinking. Put that on your notepad as well. All your, right. just post-it note. Yeah. Somebody
3: wants to be with me today. Where are they at? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, where are they at?
2: Yeah, let me see. Somebody wants to be with me got I know that. There's only 46 faces on this planet. Yeah. Somebody. That's pretty self-explanatory.
3: Yeah, all right.
2: <laughs>
3: that's, that's one of those. That's one of Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's a context. That's an empowering context to come from.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be with me. I'm going to add one of them. Uh, this would this is on this list is number eight, but Uh, uh is so I'll just say it. He knows he can have he can't have any woman, but he can have many women. Okay. So let me say it a little differently. Baseball guys get into the Hall of Fame we can make a base hit three times out of ten times at that. hmm That means the other seven times, you're not getting on base. All right. So he's a great success of being a 300 hitter.
0: Yeah. Let me say it differently. There
2: ain't no 400 hitters. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about 50 percent.
1: 50, they, yeah. they may
2: be five hundred. They may be five hundred for a series because they are in, in, on smoke fire, but mm-hmm. like for a career, especially for a career, and even for a season, I think um, there was one or two baseball players that was near four hundred. I think one ended at four hundred two for the season. Wow. One. So you get the point that I'm trying to make here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you strike out
3: seven out of ten times,
2: but you scored three, the three scores is way more important than the seven strikeouts. Mm. So, I mean, really, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Let me say that again. The three scores are way more important than the seven strikeouts.
3: So it's a numbers game.
2: Yeah, but it's also like a knowing who you are game. Knowing you can get three hundred. Yeah, yeah, right. You can't have every woman. Like I don't think I can get Halle Berry. Let me just say that. You know, yeah. we're close enough to age, and quite frankly, she's such a drama queen. I don't even know if I want to be <laughs> with her. But,
1: yeah.
2: but you know, I can't. I, I'm going to stand and say, okay, ain't happening with uh, Halle. However. There's a lot of other women I know if I really work for it, I can get. Now, do I want to keep them? That's a whole other story.
1: Right. You know,
2: and by the way, I'm inviting you to consider the possibility of just being able to go on dates. Forget about whether they are relationship material at first. Right. Have the fun of going on dates because when you're in the zone, then what ends up happening is, yeah, this one here wasn't really quite for you. But then all of a sudden somebody will kind of almost like walk, in, walk along, um, uh, walk around and be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, look at you, like that woman who said bye on Friday. Yeah. I was yeah. in his own. I didn't even know I was in his own. I was just minding my damn business. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, okay. So
2: when you are used to being successful – Success comes with you. You ain't even thinking about
3: it. Yeah. So when it comes, when the opportunity that you want what comes along, you're ready for it.
2: Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, what the heck? Yeah. I think I told you. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I was working at Madison Square Garden. I think I was selling hot dogs or soda that day. And this woman stand. She stands up. He's in. The, you know. It's a. I don't know if it was a basketball game or a concert or whatever. But she stands up. She says, "You, I want you to give me your phone number." <laughs> I was in the zone. I'm like, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a striped red and white suit, look like a clown suit. So, yeah. she asked me for my phone number. Like, wow. Damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know I can't get just any old woman, but I know I can get many women. Yeah. You know, and but the same is true for you, because if you figure one fiftieth of one percent of the population with kiss the ground you walked on, forget about the others, yeah. <laughs> and there's gonna be a few hot ones in that four and a half, fourteen point five million. Yeah, there's gonna be some hot ones, bro. There's gonna be, you know. Yeah, yeah, So Wow. Okay. We, 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 we what, what had you say? Wow. Let me hear that.
3: Just uh, all the, just uh, what we've gone over in the last hour. There's a lot to uh, empower me. Yes. Just us get it started, bro. Yeah.
2: Because that's why, you know, inner game, your mindset is more important than all oh, techniques. Because once you understand your mindset, the thinking you need to produce, I can give you techniques, but you'll invent some.
3: mm. Yeah, it's but definitely you the mind, mindset is the most important thing.
2: Yeah. So if, if you can't invent something on the fly in a new scenario that you've never heard of, then you won't feel comfortable with the knowledge that you already got because you'd be like, but suppose, and then you throw yourself out, and then you'd be wondering yeah. why your hand shake it.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't
2: know how to do that. So... You know, so what I'm trying to do, at least in this session, and until I hear that you're starting to get it, um, what I'm trying to do is give you fundamental confidence, fundamental awareness, right? fundamental knowledge, so that then we can start expanding on how to make that happen. But, you know, yeah. you're worth more than you think you are, so I want you to start convincing people that you are the greatest, world's greatest expert on you, and you're pretty good as an expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because... You know, you know, you got nothing to prove, bro. Yeah. So.
3: All right. So All any right.
2: Uh, last comments? Any last comments you got for us?
3: Um. So, I'll tell you something that happened over the weekend. Excellent. Now, this woman is married. Okay. So, and it, but it's just something that happened that stuck out to me that. Let me think. I saw her, she was at the forum on Sunday. Okay? With her husband. And I didn't talk to her. She but I, don't know. I was going into the center on Monday and she's on a seminar on Monday. And yeah. she came up to me on the street corner as we were walking up and said hi.
0: Yeah.
3: And started talking to me. Okay? Just out of the blue cuz she said, "No, I saw you at the saw you there the other day." Yeah. And that was okay. a little surprising to me.
2: Okay. What you make that mean?
3: So I had put at stake for the weekend being... Um, ah, What was it? Being open to socializing.
0: Oh. That's a good
3: one. Yeah. And I think that was the manifestation of that. Okay. So it is possible. Yeah. Listen,
2: women are communicators. They need to connect.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not like they like connecting. I mean, they do. No, they need to connect. As in,
1: oh my God, I'm not connected.
2: <laughs> Serious. Serious. Yeah. So the point is that um, for you to let them connect.
3: Yeah, for exactly. That. Being, being open to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're connectable.
2: Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, you're so busy, so busy worried about you and your situation. You can't see what's going on with them because you're too busy worried about you. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm dealing with women, I don't, I don't worry about me. I'm good.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm checking, I'm checking in on them. Yeah. I want to see what they're thinking, how they're acting, how they feel. Yeah, it got nothing to do with me. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. So um, uh, you should listen to this, and then you should uh, do the assignment that you didn't do the last time.
3: Yeah. So I'm going to do, <laughs> do, do it all by the end of the weekend.
2: Okay, great. And uh, let me know that you did. Yep. Because uh, it's, it's important. And, you know, let me know. I'm adding this to the recording, and I'm adding this to you know, what's, what's feasible. Let me know what it looks like for you to grow, areas you want to grow in. Because, yeah, this information is great and everything, but I know growth is what's important here, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, you know, I invite you to make a list of things, that, that areas you want to grow in. Okay. And even, you know, what that looks like. And you really should listen to the recording. I think this recording is going to make a difference for you.
3: Yeah. All right, so, I'll
2: do that. All right, cool. So um, you know, you want to do next Wednesday, next Thursday this time, or you want to do next Wednesday? Uh, uh, four next,
3: next Wednesday, four
2: o'clock. All right, cool. Yep. Done, considered done. All right, bro. All
3: right.
2: This was cool, man. Talk to you later. Yep, talk to you. All
3: right. yep, bye.